Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, 
regarded our planet with envious eyes. Perception is the key, and the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. And check out the website at www.thesecretteachings.info for the show archive, the montages, and my books. All of that is on the website. And you can also check out the network website at thefringe.fm and download the Fringe FM application for your iPhone or your Android device by looking for the Fringe FM in one of those app stores. It is free to download. You can also listen with that app not only to the network and the secret teachings, but you can listen to all of your favorite shows and you can listen to some of them on demand. Again, that's for free when you download the free the Fringe FM app. Last night, I think, was one of my favorite show promos that I've made in a while. The name of the show was called The Great Reset, and the subtitle of the show was Revenge of the New World Order. Now, if you're a Star Wars fan, you might look at the show title last night and the way that I put the image together and think that I like... I got the Star Wars universe wrong because I like blended together a couple of different episodes of Star Wars. And you'd be right. I did. I blended together like the Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith and uh, A New Hope, like the Empire Strikes Back. And that's really kind of what I what I see happening. I kind of see like the Empire striking back. But it's also like a little bit of a revenge of the of the Sith. And last night, if you didn't hear the show, or you maybe heard some of it but didn't get the the gist of it, this was what I wrote for the show promo last night on Facebook. I, I put up the promo every night, and when I put it up, I put up a little description of what the show's about. And this is what I wrote. Great Reset, Revenge of the New World Order. That's the name of the show. And there's a picture of Prince Charles, Bill Gates, and Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum. And here's what it says. The current White House has removed the United States from participating in the establishment of a global government. But its potential predecessor has promised to overturn every decision with executive authority while teaming up with the World Economic Forum to reset the world. The anger and hatred towards the current leadership has inflated blame for the actions of its opposition. The removal of the United States from global governance has angered the New World Order. The Sith are rising, the Jedi are being rounded up, and the Republic is being blamed for the actions of the Empire. In response, the Sith are poised to strike back in revenge. The Empire is poised to strike back in revenge. Now that World Economic Forum, you might have only heard of the World Economic Forum this year. It's one of those things that now that it's become public discussion, 
Everybody knows that. But a couple of months ago, it was very obscure. No one knew who Klaus Schwab was. Who's Klaus Schwab? A lot of you still probably don't know who Klaus Schwab is. Who the hell's this guy, the strong accent? You know, a lot of people might even be questioning the sudden appearance of people like Bill Gates as these world authorities on matters. If you've been listening to The Secret Teachings and other shows like this, then you probably have been aware of people like Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and their involvement in resetting the global economy and the world. Now, when you look at what they want to do, as we did last night, and you look at the technology that exists and is being proposed, meaning that it already exists, it might not be in widespread application or use, it's a very, very disturbing Orwellian-esque situation that we're presented with. What I mean by that is Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum said that the Great Reset will lead to, quote, a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity. And last night I played a clip from the World Economic Forum, but it was kind of muffled. I couldn't find a cleaner clip of it. But I played a clip of it, and I would play it again, but again, it's very muffled, so I don't want to damage your ears with this muffled audio. But Klaus Schwab says the Great Reset will lead to a fusion of our physical, digital, biological identity. And I can't help but think that it sounds so similar, like eerily identical, like they're trying to freak out certain people with... It's almost like a reference to the, the, the Borg in Star Trek. Like your technological and biological identities will be assimilated. Like you will become one of us. Resistance to what we want is futile. And there's nothing that you can do about it. And I mean, that's what Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum, that's what he sounds like. It's really disturbing. But beyond that, he says physical, digital, and biological identity. So what exactly, we know the physical, we assume the biological, what exactly is the digital identity? Like your Facebook account? What what, what exactly does that mean? Well, when you think about digital technology, you think about computers, you might think, depending on your level of knowledge, you might think about maybe, you know, Elon Musk's Neuralink system. You might think about stories, like I think about stories I've read on the military using microchips to create super soldiers. There are a lot of things that come to mind when I think of technology. And of course, there are other things that are maybe less science fiction that are leaps in technological development. Like, I just went out and bought a solid-state hard drive. I didn't even know, I mean, I never think about buying new things. So I didn't even know, like, they made these tiny little solid-state hard drives. And the thing is, like, if, if, I, if I sit it on my desk and I put, like, a little flash drive next to it, it's, like, three times the size of a tiny flash drive. 
but it's 500 gigs and it's like a, it's a solid state drive, so it doesn't have the moving parts. And I paid like $69 for this thing. And it, I, when I got it out of the box, I was amazed at how small this thing was because I'm so used to using these big bulky disk drives. And that's the only other, that's the last time I bought a hard drive. It's been a long time. And if I was to buy like a 64 gig flash drive, it was like almost the same price and it had less memory on it. So like I was amazed of the technological advancement in just a little tiny hard drive in a handful of years. And, and I mean, I, I'm around technology, I'm around like computers and stuff, but I just, I don't pay attention to all that stuff. So to me, that was kind of amazing. So I know that there are other things that become public or become popular and people that don't really pay attention to them are wowed. They're amazed by them. And when you're amazed by something, you're in awe of something, it, it has your attention, right? It has your, well, it, in a sense, it, it has your energy. It's like atta- attached to your energy. You're, you're drawn to it. And when that happens, if we're not careful, it could be a music video, it could be a movie, it could be an idea. Whatever we're focused on, if we're not aware and consciously focused and we're just kind of subconsciously in a trance, well, then other people, other things can easily influence us and they can do this in ways that we're not conscious of because they do it through the subconscious. Now, when you give this kind of power to control freaks, they're going to use it, and they're going to abuse it, and they're going to monopolize it, and they're going to control every single thing that you do so long as you allow them access to your brain and to your thoughts and to who you are and what makes you you. And I guess what I mean specifically in regards to that, is that anytime we've ever talked about mind control here on The Secret Teachings, I, I went back into the archive and I looked up some old mind control shows and montages, and I realized we've actually talked about mind control a lot in the past. I mean, whether it's MK Ultra or I've done other shows where I talk about the different levels of mind control. So you think about mind control, maybe you think of MK Ultra, sure. Or you think of like Project Monarch, or you might think of like pop stars that are controlled by the industry or something like that, which, which I think that too, because that's an interest of mine. But I also think mind control is what we talked about on Monday. We talked about mock meat, fake meats. Uh, the name of the show was Where's the Leaf? Like, where's the beef? I thought that was funny and clever. And we were talking about marketing and advertising, something as simple as like the label on a package of cereal. I mean, this is the equivalent, uh, the way in which it's, it's produced and the way that it's presented, it's the equivalent of a form of mind control. So that's just on the food that you purchase. And then last night, in talking about Revenge of the NWO, the Great Reset, all the things that the World Economic Forum and others want to do to reset the world, it all sounds really great. And people who don't, think that there's any level of malfeasance, they figure that this is probably a good thing. I mean, the average person has never even heard of the World Economic Forum, 
first of all. Uh, I, I imagine you could ask 10 people and maybe two have heard of the World Economic Forum. Maybe, maybe three have heard of Klaus Schwab. You know, Most people heard of Bill Gates and Prince Charles, but not Klaus Schwab. And it's these guys like Klaus Schwab who you don't really know about, you've never really heard of before. They're the ones that are really the movers and shakers. They're the ones that really organize the, the, the social, cultural, economic, uh, uh, political change in the world. And you don't know who Klaus Schwab is, but Klaus Schwab has more power, it seems, than Bill Gates, who you know who he is, and arguably more power, or at least he's working with side-by-side Prince Charles, like who I call the Red Dragon, the, the epitome of the Antichrist. And people like Klaus Schwab uh, essentially have more power than whole governments. Because what Klaus Schwab is suggesting at the World Economic Forum is to basically lay down the sovereignty of your nation and become absorbed in the Borg or absorbed in this technological uh, revolution that will be dictated from a central authority and a global government. And this central authority and this global government will control and issue dictums through artificial intelligence and machines and robots like Samsung with their sixth-generation technology, having digital clones and digital replicas and having machines run everything in their own words. And it's kind of eerie, first of all, but it's also very brazen how and and why this is coming together. Like, you can project, you know what's going to happen next. So when Klaus Schwab came out and he said, the Great Reset will lead to a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identities, he's also noted something else. He, say, he said that, like, new tech, these new technologies... That can, that can conduct like mass surveillance and track the population. He says it, it, quote, runs counter to healthy, open society. So it's like he acknowledges it, just like Elon Musk does. He's like, well, AI could be very dangerous. It's a double-edged sword. But then he goes on to say, quote, as capabilities in this area improve, the temptation for law enforcement agencies and courts to use techniques to determine the likelihood of criminal activity assess guilt, or even possibly retrieve memories directly from people's brains, will increase. In other words, law enforcement agencies and courts to use techniques to determine the likelihood of criminal activity. He never said pre-crime. He fluffed it up. Well, they're going to look at using technology to determine the likelihood of criminal activity. In other words, pre-crime technology, using algorithms and computers to determine whether or not you commit a crime. Now, again, some people who haven't seen Minority Report might think this is a good idea. Great. Let's use technology to catch the criminals. You know, like the movie, he, he was going to be waiting in my car to rape me, or, you know, she was going to stab me. Or something like that, if you watch Minority Report. And it sounds like a kind of a good idea, you know. But once again, um, this is not only an abandonment of common sense and a turning over of 
all freedom to the people that would control this technology. But it's an abandonment, I think, in a moderate sense. One, one is very extreme in the sense that it's an abandonment of all freedom. But in a moderate sense, it's like it's an abandonment of the rule of law, which is interesting because if you're getting rid of due process and innocent until proven guilty, then the pre-crime technology is kind of counterproductive to preserving the rule of law, wouldn't you say? I mean, if your whole argument is we need to have this technology to reduce criminal activity, to preserve, you know, the, 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 the social fabric and in order to prevent laws from being broken, but you're breaking like the most fundamental law. You're breaking like natural law, first of all, but you're also breaking a, a fundamental cornerstone of, of, the, of the republic or a republican form of, of governance. And that is innocence until proven guilt and a form of due process and a right to um, be made aware of the crime that you've, you're being accused of and to be tried in front of a jury of your peers. In, in this case, you'd have like the precogs that would decide who's guilty of things they haven't done. And this type of technology is it's identical in, in theme to having the World Health Organization and or the UN, but it was the WHO that said this, where they'll just come to your house and they'll determine if you're sick and they'll take you away. It doesn't matter if you're sick or you could you could have the last time you could have you coughed could have been the Obama administration. And it doesn't matter because they say that you're sick, so they're going to take you away. And they say that you've committed a crime or you were going to commit a crime, so they'll take you away. And I think that this is quite clear to most human beings that this is very dangerous. But there are enough people that I think would accept it that makes this truly dangerous because it is not a fantasy and there are already law enforcement agencies that have been testing and experimenting with this. Like, it's one thing to have surveillance systems that monitor and watch everything you do, but it's a whole nother thing to have a system where you don't have to do anything and you can be made guilty because a computer says you were going to commit a crime. You were going to do harm to someone. I actually had a listener named Derek Johnson, and I appreciate this, Derek. Derek Johnson sent an email with an article from the 16th of November, which was, uh, was that two days ago? And it says, Thought Police, Russian law enforcement seeks funding for development of a $720 million virtual brain to help catch criminals. See, this is the advancement of the technology, whether it's in the United States or it's in Russia. This is where it's going. And like Klaus Schwab said, as the capabilities in this area improve, the temptation for law enforcement agencies and courts to use techniques to determine the likelihood of criminal activity, assess guilt, or even possibly retrieve memories directly from people's brains will increase. Well, memories can be implanted and extracted. There's a huge report on that in the Smithsonian Magazine years ago 
around this time, around the holidays, this this article was published about how essentially memories could be retrieved or extracted and or implanted into the brain. Uh, they did experiments on mice. Um, I think that study was published other places too. Like they implanted the the uh, memory of a mouse being shocked uh, in a maze or in like a little box or something to that effect. Uh, but the mouse had never actually been shocked. The mouse had never actually experienced that, but they were able to implant the thought at least into the mouse's brain. Um, at least that's what they said in the study. So if you have the capabilities to do this, it, it will grow and it will become a temptation, of course, because people will want to use the technology to do the best they can to catch the criminals. The problem with all of this is, once again, it doesn't preserve the rule of law. It overrides the rule of law, and it makes the state God. And the other problem with this, if, if that's not enough, is that not only does it make the state God, but to be very specific, what it does is it allows for the state to determine who is guilty, when they are guilty, and how they will be dealt with. And it's not a human being who's making an error. It's a computer system that cannot be wrong, right? The computer can't be wrong. Come on, it's a computer. Computers can't be wrong. And it's like, well, you could program that computer to say what you want it to say. Oh, no, 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 this is advanced artificial intelligence and algorithms and numbers and zeros and ones and dash marks, and this is very complex stuff, young man. And it and it couldn't be abused. I mean, there are 6,000 votes that just were flipped over in, what was it, Michigan the other day because the computer system glitched. Yeah. Computers are perfectly immune to bias. I mean, can, well, how about that? How about an artificially intelligent system that has is bias, becomes consciously aware, and maybe wants to target certain groups of people? You ever think about that? Maybe AI can be bias. Well, the humans controlling it, the humans manufacturing it, the humans that are programming it, they're the ones that can use the technology to their benefit. And of course, anyone else with access to this technology might use it likewise to go after enemies. I mean, consider the fact that let's remove humans from the equation. Let's say that artificial intelligence runs these types of systems in the very near future, and they already are to some extent today. What if everything, including what I'm saying right now, um, in opposition to this type of technology is being recorded and put in, well, in my, in my case, it is being recorded, but put into a database, and then AI will decide one day that it will come after and shut down anyone who has these opinions about AI. And maybe that's what's happening with censorship and algorithms already. It's not about like what you say in regards to the state. It's like AI actively censoring your emails and your text messages so you can't share information and inform people about the dangers of AI. I mean, we're dealing with an authoritarian Sith empire, but we're also dealing with artificial intelligence and computers that might be far beyond anything that their inventors believe is possible. And all of this allows for the total control of the human experience. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. 
And if you'd like to email us, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Check out the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive there. Get access to the montages and the books. And find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. the fringe check out the fringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows also don't forget to check out the fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the paranormal radio app and talk stream live where the normal and paranormal collide it's the fringe fm if you'd like to hear more of the secret teachings if you missed a show or part of a show Sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, Ryan, and yourself. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio. The mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the fringe fm this is the secret teachings to contact the show to share information and your opinion or give recommendations email rdgable at yahoo.com visit the facebook page at facebook.com slash the secret teachings or our website thesecretteachings.info this is ktlk digital broadcasting 
somewhere between the normal and paranormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare. Right here on The Fridge FM. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is the middle ground between the mainstream and alternative, between the official story and clickbait conspiracy. It lies between man's lack of critical thinking and his acknowledgement of discovering the patterns of nature. This is a radio show of objective analysis from the occult to pop conspiracy and health. A show we call The Secret Teachings. You can catch the broadcast Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM thefringe.fm and www.thesecretteachings.info Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings right here, exclusively five nights a week on The Fringe FM. Sometimes you log on to social media like Facebook, I do that for the radio, and I see these articles that circulate. Sometimes they're like five years old, sometimes they're brand new. So I always look at that timestamp. And there was one that's been circulating that really caught my attention. I'm sure it caught a lot of your attentions, too. It says from the Associated Press, new device puts music in your head. No headphones required. Now, when you read the article from the AP, it sounds like some new invention, right? It says, imagine a world where you move around in your own personal space, your own little sound bubble. You listen to your favorite tunes, play loud computer games, watch a movie or get navigation directions in your car all without disturbing those around you. That's the possibility presented by sound beaming, a new futuristic audio technology from Novito Systems, an Israeli company. They are going to debut a desktop device, or I guess they already have at this point, that beams sound directly to a listener without the need for headphones. The company provided the Associated Press with a demo of the desktop. It's called Sound Beamer. And it looks like a little stereo bar that you'd put in front of your TV or behind your TV. And it supposedly beams music right in to your head. So maybe you think that you're hearing voices. Maybe you think that 
you are hearing things. You don't know what they are. Well, it's no longer out of the realm of possibility that technology, things that are built by human beings, can be used to implant those ideas or those voices into your head. And I wonder at what point where will the fields of psychology and uh, psychiatry recognize that maybe people that are hearing voices aren't insane or crazy. Maybe they're being messed with. And messed with by, in some cases, the people that are just wanting to have a little bit of morbid fun by hacking into baby monitors and talking to babies. You know, the really out-of-touch parents, where they think they're in touch, but the out-of-touch parents who purchase and then install baby monitors that connect to Wi-Fi or the ones that they'll buy like baby tracking devices and wrap them around the baby's ankle like the babies on house arrest. You ever seen those? It's like it's called like a smart sock. They think they're really in touch, but I think they're really out of touch. But people can hack into those quite easily. Now, there have been so many stories, it's just impossible to keep up with, with hackers accessing the Nest thermostat, turning the temperature up and down, hackers hacking into smart toys and talking to children, and children don't know any better, and it's almost like most parents have a childlike naivety, and they don't really know any better. It's like, oh, well, i got to get this. This is the new thing. This is I didn't have this growing up. This will make my kid happier than I was. And it's all usually from a place of like love and care and concern. And they want their kids to have the best. And they want the best new technology to take care of their kids. And it's like you don't need all of this stuff. But what happens if this type of technology is used to, to mess with someone? And this is not new. Like, if someone read that story, they'd think, oh, this must be a new system, a new type of technology. That's so cool. I want to have music beamed into my head, and then nobody else be able to hear it. Well, they already make stuff for that. It's called headphones. You know what I mean? Headphones will play music for you, not for other people. I know, but Ryan, headphones are bulky, and earbuds are irritating. I want a sound bubble, and I want it to be beamed right into my head. Well, there was actually, I'm going to try to type this in in real time here. I've got a, um, a tab open here in Opera. There was an article that came out. I don't remember the year, but I remember reading it. Like I can visually see it in my head what it was about. And it was about how in Los Angeles, I'm going to type in L.A. advertisement. L.A. advertisement beams voices into head. And I maybe 2012. No, this was even older. Yeah, this is 2007. Okay, so this is the exact article that I remember reading back in 2007. Uh, he, it says, Hear voices. It may be an ad. This is from Ad Age. And it says, An A&E billboard whispers a spooky message audible only in your head, and push to promote its new paranormal program. Uh, this was 2007. And if you walked into this certain area where the billboard was, it would put a voice in your head. If you haven't done the math, that was 13 years ago. This other device is 
new, and it's doing the same thing. It's just been personalized for the individual. In other words, this is not new technology, and some Israeli company didn't invent the technology. It's been around for a while. If it came out in 2007 publicly, then technology to beam stuff like this into your head, sound into your head, which has been done in Germany and other places. In Germany, they have these things like if you put your head on the window of a train, they'll send um, signals through by vibration, essentially through the vibration of the train window, and then it'll put voices into your head by like vibrating your skull. You could look that up too. In fact, maybe I will look that up in real time here just to show you how easy it is to look these things up. I just happen to be blessed with a good memory. I can remember these things. But it says, let's see, German train company. Um, I think it's skull. I'm going to put skull. I shouldn't put skull bones. That's skull and bones. <laughs> um, let's put um, skull sounds into head ads and see what we get out of that search. And there it is. That's Mashable. Uh, Business Insider, AOL.com. It says, uh, vibrating train windows transmit ads directly into your head. And I really am remembering these. Like, I didn't have these pulled up. I'm just saying that it's really simple to find these articles if you remember, like, the headlines. And this was back in 2013. 2013. I think I put both of these articles in my book, The Technological Elixir. If not, maybe I'll have to update it with these articles. But vibrating train windows transmit ads directly into your head. Okay, so there's three articles right there that I pulled up just quickly. And one is 2007, one is 2013, one is 2020. All using the same type of technology. Uh, Maybe the German train window isn't the same as the Israeli sound beamer. What's it called? Yeah, sound beamer. Or the advertisement with the billboard, but it's the same kind of technology. And... I know that sometimes it sounds like I'm bouncing around on topics, but I'm always trying to relate them back to the main theme. And so I want to just quickly take a short detour and to give you an example of how this technology has actually been used for this, or at least it seems like it's been used to drive people crazy. Remember the shooter at the Washington Naval Yard? I have the police report. It would take me forever to dig it out, but I have the police report that was published. Um, I believe it was in Rhode Island, and it talks about how the 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 guy, the, the shooter, was complaining to police that he was being chased and 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 followed by three people who were beaming voices into his head. That's what it said, and when he finally snapped and opened fire and at the, at the at the the naval yard remember his gun and you i mean this is a simple search you could just type in washington naval yard shooter this is elf weapon extremely low frequency waves elf and you can pull up uh, there's the washington post there's slate there's cbs news and some others and he, he carved into his gun my elf weapon, my extremely low-frequency weapon. In other words, under the control of some form of mind, contr- mind control. Uh, if you typed in, let's see, naval... I'm going to try to do this. This one I don't know if I can find, but uh, Washington Naval 
yard shooter. And let's let's get his name, Aaron. Let's type in his name, Aaron Alexis. So Aaron Alexis, oops, Aaron Alexis. That's why it's not letting me do it. See, this is the this is the AI. All right, Aaron Alexis, and we type in. You could just do this with me, Aaron Alexis. Um, heard voices. Type in Wall Hotel because he said that they were beaming these signals through walls. Uh, he was staying in different hotels because he kept hearing these voices. And this was back in 2013. Um, and here it is. This is the hell. This is the USA Today. Washington Naval Yard shooter reported hearing voices through walls. There you go. And he talked about how people were, he was afraid of people. He always thought someone was trying to come after him. They said that he was paranoid, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it says Alexis's paranoia was in full display again as recently as last month. This was back in 2013. He complained to police in, there it is, Newport, Rhode Island. So I did remember that, right? About hearing voices speaking to him through the ceiling of his hotel room, seeking to penetrate his body with vibrations from a microwave machine to prevent him from sleeping. He told officers that he had no history of mental illness in his family. See, this is, this is the thing that irritates me. Pers- this is a personal thing. Like, I can sit here and, like, I just re- I remember these articles. Like, if I was telling people, like, oh, yeah, in 2007 they had the, the ability to blast sound into your head. And, oh, yeah, and then the Washington Naval Yard shooter, he was hearing voices. And he said that people were telling him to commit acts of violence. And be like, what are you talking about, man? This guy was just a psychopath who shot some people. And the Israeli company invented a, a technology called Sound Beamer. It's really cool. I want to get one for my family. It's like, no, this has a long history. This is a, a, a very, very, uh, let's even call it older, an older form of technology that is being used and has been used and will continue to be used to mess with people and to manipulate people and to drive people mad and to drive people crazy. Now, that's just what's on the surface. That doesn't account for other forms of mind control or other forms of social control such as what Klaus Schwab has suggested from the World Economic Forum on the subject of mass surveillance and tracking technology. He said, quote, as capabilities in this area improve, the temptation for law enforcement agencies and courts to use techniques to determine the likelihood of criminal activity, assess guilt, or even possibly retrieve memories directly from people's brains will increase. In other words, he's saying pre-crime. And what he's suggesting beyond that is that if you want to travel, which we talked about this last night, you'll have to have vaccine passes or digital health passes for Ticketmaster, for airlines, etc. That's not a theory now. That's coming out and that is official. Schwab says, Quote, even crossing a national border might one day involve a detailed brain scan to assess an individual's security risk. So not only would you need to have a health pass, you would need to have a brain scan to determine if it was safe for you to cross the border. This is beyond anything that Eric Blair wrote about. This is beyond anything that Huxley wrote about. 
this is a nightmare scenario that is playing out in real time in front of us. People like Klaus Schwab, who could be villains in a James Bond film, who talk like they're Borg, you will take the physical, the biological identities, and we will merge them together. It's like he sounds like an evil villain, like petting a cat or something, you know? And he's like, you'll get brain... One day, one day, one day. No, not one day, Klaus Schwab. You people already have this planned out. That's why 20 years ago, when I was nine years old, and didn't know what basketball team I wanted to follow. People were already talking about plans that were written about microchipping the population and controlling everybody with a supercomputer. And it wasn't just Christians who were concerned about this with the mark of the beast. I mean, it wasn't just 20 years ago either. It was before I was born. And now it's being implemented and a more direct, draconian, and just kind of like a an aggressive fashion. One day, you might have to have a brain scan to cross the border. Well, that's just the next stage. They, they'll tell you what they're going to do. Apparently, Klaus Schwab is just going for the Hail Mary. He's not running out the clock. He's just saying, let's just go for it to pad our stats. Uh, you're going to have to have a brain scan. I mean, imagine that. How, how is that going to work? You're going to take an international flight, and not only do you have to get groped by pedophiles at the TSA, they're not all pedophiles, but a lot of them, they're notorious for hiring pedophiles according to congressional reports. You could type that into congressional reports, finds TSA, uh, hires pedophiles. I had to send that to the Dark Matter Radio Network one time because they said that I was liable against the TSA. And I was like, nope, uh, that was a congressional report. But who cares about what I've actually read? You just think it's wrong, so it must be wrong. But uh, what is this going to entail? You go through like TSA, you get felt up, you get your stuff taken from you, and then you have to like lay down <laughs> in like an MRI machine to get on a plane. Are you kidding me? I mean, a lot of this has to do with discouraging people from traveling and hopefully keeping people locked up where they live and not wanting to go anywhere and making it really inconvenient for them to leave their houses. That is another form of mind control because they're making it so difficult and so inconvenient to do things that they're not telling you you can't do them. They're just saying if you want to do it, you're going to have to jump through all these hoops. And a lot of people will stop traveling as a result of that. And what's that going to do to airlines? It'll probably shut down a lot of airlines if this is ultimately taken to its full and um, solidified conclusion. And if a lot of airlines shut down, what happens? Well, big business people, wealthy people, they'll still get to fly. And they'll still get to travel. And there's some little peasants that'll probably get to travel and participate in this system. But a lot of airlines will probably go out of business. And therefore, you'll have the end result of eliminating a lot of air travel, like people that proposed 
we should have a Green New Deal want to do. You see how it doesn't matter if people vote for it or believe in it. The system on this level at the World Economic Forum and other places, the World Bank, the IMF, they're getting what they want, regardless of whether your country or you support it. And it doesn't matter if the president is Donald Trump or it's Donald Duck. This is what's happening, period. So that's the way they get rid of air travel. And the way that they get rid of money is by telling you that money is dirty and it could spread contagions and telling you that digital currency is much more convenient, which will allow digital currency and you know glitches to become the reasoning behind why you lost money or you didn't get paid the right amount of money or whatever the case might be. And that's just the the microcosm. On the macrocosm, you can have money and ultimately credits deleted or added based on your social behavior. So this is how you bring in a social credit score and you tell people, let's wipe out your debt, get rid of the debt. I mean, does anybody really think, like seriously, does anybody really think that the World Bank, or that any bank for that matter, that ruthlessly, through their actions, suppresses, oppresses, and murders millions of people every year, starves to death millions of people, finances wars that kills millions of people. Bankers, you don't know their name, but they have more money than Bill Gates. Ruthless, psychopathic murderers you think they suddenly care about you and want to wipe out your debt? Think about that for a second. You don't think that they want something in return, maybe, like your obedience? No, Ryan, they're going to give us free money. I get to keep my car, my house, and all the stuff that I have, and then I get a bunch of free money on the side. Really? Well, if you have a bunch of free money they're going to give you and then you just get to continue to live the way that you want to live, how does that work if everybody receives it? What incentive would people have to go to work every day? Like you think that you can just go to like a mall and spend that money and there's going to be malls? You think you can just like go to a movie and have someone rip your ticket or make your popcorn? No, so that's what ha- ultimately what happens to the elimination of money um, with the elimination of money to implement robotic control where you'll have robots that control where you go and what you do and they'll rip your ticket, you know, in a sense. Because, I mean, beyond that, there won't be movie theaters. That's why movie theaters are shutting down. I mean, this, is, this is some evil, evil villain from like a James Bond film, you know, like Dr. Evil stuff. And yet they mock and make fun of people who want to have a sovereign nation with borders and a rule of law. And they constantly talk about equality and justice and having, having, uh, you know, having a rule of law, but it's their rule of law. It's a global governing body that determines what you can do when you can do it and how you can do it dominated from the top down by artificial intelligence and people controlled through various forms of mind control 
uh, and pre-crime is one of those forms of mind control and social, economic, political control. Oops. Uh, this device that we have here says you were going to steal something tomorrow. Uh, would you please come with us, sir? Well, I didn't do anything yet, but but yeah, but it says that you were going to, so you're under arrest. Uh, it says that you were going to rape that woman two years from now. Um, we're going to arrest you and take you to jail. Uh, you can't resist. Resistance is futile. This might seem scary, and maybe it is a little scary, but one, if you think it's scary, Jesus Christ, you need to be shaken out of your complacency. All right? That's the first thing. Second of all, if you think this is scary, go along with it and don't resist it and see how scary it gets then. It'll be a lot more scary than if you don't participate. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on the Fringe FM. Check out our archive at thesecretteachings.info for all of the shows, the montages, and my digital books. You can also buy the books separately. All of it supports the show, the network, and you. Please support The Secret Teachings. I appreciate all the subscriptions, all the book sales. It supports this show more than you know. It truly does and helps keep us on air Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Stay with us. There's more after this. listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this... And that show is now running all day Friday and all day Saturday on History Channel, which is really amazing. I don't know if there's any other show on TV that's doing that right now, so... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week, and join us to explore the outer limits and quarantine zones of history, symbolism, parapolitics, myth, and more. We don't have insiders or some galactic confederation ambassador, but we do have books, memories, critical thinking skills and an ability to recognize patterns. And we also know a little bit about a lot. But don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. Find the Fringe.fm Monday through Friday for new episodes of The Secret Teachings or check out TalkStream Live in the Paranormal Radio app. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info to subscribe to the entire show archive so that you can listen, stream, and download every episode after it airs. Subscribers also get access to our montages and digital books www.thesecretteachings.info and The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. Don't settle for less. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. 
Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in Fringe News. Check out the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM. You can't handle the truth! Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future all co- coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true re- reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Freedom is the privilege to be right. On The Secret Teachings, we use history and anthropology, magic and esotericism, and even a little bit of nutrition and comedy mixed with some great guests to examine our world and beyond. For 10 years, we've used occultism and symbols to bring you a unique and objective look at the past, present, and future. Join us by tuning in Monday through Friday to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable. Exclusively new right here on The Fringe FM. www.thesecretteachings.info Yeah, you're a proper pro. And I just want to thank you, Ryan, for having me on. I've heard a few of your shows and you go deep, brother. You go deeper than a deep sea diver in a shipwreck. So uh, been great to be a part of your show. You've got a tremendous amount of knowledge yourself. You've clearly put in the hours of research and I commend you for that. So I'm very happy to have been a part of your show today. Thanks again for the invitation. This is Mark Devlin, author of Musical Truth, Volumes 1 and 2 musicaltruthbook.com online and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable 
gentlemen, thank you so much for the great work that you guys are doing. Uh, phenomenal show, for phenomenal interview, phenomenal questions. And uh, I'd be willing to come back at any time and uh, explore other topics for discussion. So thank you for having me on today. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio from WhatOnEarthIsHappening.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. In the two decades since Columbine, our nation has watched with rising horror and dread as one mass shooting has followed another over and over again, decade after decade. Imagine a world without murder. I lost my best friend. I lost my aunt. I lost my father. I lost my wife. Just six years ago, the homicide rate in this country had reached epidemic proportions. It seemed that only a miracle could stop the bloodshed. But instead of one miracle, we were given three. The precognitives. Within just one month under the pre-crime program, the murder rate in the District of Columbia was reduced 90%. They were going to be waiting for me in the car. He was going to rape me. I was going to be stabbed. Right here. Within a year, pre-crime effectively stopped murder in our nation's capital. In the six years we've been conducting our little experiment, there hasn't been a single murder. And now pre-crime can work for you. Homeland Security could be on the verge of technology that could help identify the bad guys before they commit a crime. As well as social media companies to develop tools that can detect mass shooters before they strike. Better identify mentally disturbed individuals who may commit acts of violence. Who may commit acts of violence. Crude and injustice, intolerance, depression. And where once you had the freedom to object, to think and speak as you saw fit, you now have senses and systems of surveillance coercing your conformity and suggesting your submission. We need cameras. How did this happen? Who's to blame? Well, certainly there are those who are more responsible than others, and they will be held accountable. But again, truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, you need only look into a mirror. Homeland Security could be on the verge of technology that could help identify the bad guys before... They commit a crime. Before they strike. And then they can use the system to go back in time and scrutinize every decision you've ever made and attack you on that basis to sort of derive suspicion from an innocent life and paint anyone in the context of a wrongdoer. Before they commit a crime. First, we must do a better job of identifying and acting on early warning signs who may commit acts of violence on early warning signs. Warning signs. Warning signs. Warning signs. To go back in time and scrutinize every decision you've ever made. Or they commit a crime. Freedom is the freedom to say two plus two equals four. How many fingers am I holding up this? I don't think you lie. Please stop the faith. We must shine light on the dark recesses of the internet and stop mass murders before they start. The letter Q was everywhere. So what the heck is Q? We are anonymous. We are legion. We do not forgive. We do not forget. Expect us. Where we go one, we go all. Be careful what you think. Words will always retain their power. Words are for the means to meaning and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. We must stop the glorification of violence in our society. Today, I'm also directing the Department of Justice to propose legislation ensuring that those who 
commit hate crimes and mass murders face the death penalty and that this capital punishment be delivered quickly, decisively, before they strike. In accordance with the principles of doublethink, it does not matter if the war is not real or when it is that victory is not possible. The war is not meant to be won. It is meant to be continuous. The essential act of modern warfare is the destruction of the produce of human labor. A hierarchical society is only possible on the basis of poverty and ignorance. In principle, the war effort is always planned to keep society on the brink of starvation. The war is waged by the ruling group against its own subjects. And its object is not victory over Eurasia or East Asia, but to keep the very structure of society intact. And now pre-crime can work for you. I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Pre-crime technology. They might not use the name pre-crime. But Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum is suggesting that we will one day need brain scans to cross borders. He hints at using surveillance and tracking systems to, quote, determine the likelihood of criminal activity, end quote, or pre-crime. This technology professes to reduce crime and preserve law, but it actually eliminates the fundamental foundation of the rule of law by destroying due process and evidence of crime. Innocent until proven guilty becomes guilty if you are a threat to the system with no hope of being judged innocent. Brain scans to travel will be another reason to halt travel for pleasure because travel will become far too inconvenient and burdensome where you'll have to have TSA, brain scans, health passes, etc. It will probably force a lot of airlines out of business and contribute to the restriction of human movement. All things that are part of a proposed political system in the United States called the Green New Deal, but part of the green movement around the world to get rid of airlines and prevent people from traveling, even in their own cars, with self-driving cars and things like that. Fear of dirty money and the desire for a universal basic income and forgiveness of all debt through a global reset will contribute to the establishment of a system of credits that can be credited or debited based on your social score, based on how you choose to act, how you choose to think, how you choose to interact with other people. And what this leads us to is a system in which no author and no dystopian society in world history could ever have imagined on such a global scope where there will be nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. You could escape from Bolshevik, communist, Russia. You could try. There were places that you could go. You could escape from China. People can escape from China today. But there would be no place to go in this environment. And you top it off with technology that can beam voices into your head and AI systems capable of following and tracking every global citizen, and you have a majority report, a report on every single human being. And when you don't act in accordance 
with the will of authority, whoever or whatever that authority is, then you become guilty of a crime because thought becomes a crime. Free thought becomes an even more severe crime. And there's a difference between thought and free thought. You can think about what someone tells you to do or think about something, but free thought is the ability to think beyond that. And free thought is devastating to systems of control that want to coerce and want to manipulate and want to control systems that are paranoid and systems that are worried that at any moment they'll lose their power. Authoritarian regimes have always gone after their own people because they know that their own people are aware of where the bodies are buried and they're aware of how the system operates. There has to be a constant purging of that system, something that's very popular in the history of communist countries, especially in places like China, where Mao Zedong, after the communist revolution, waged war after war after war after war on his own people, not just citizens of China or subjects of China, but his own party, top military officials, leaders of certain provinces. They had to be routinely exterminated and They had to be routinely dealt with because they were examples for others not to step out of line. And they were examples of what happens when you do step out of line. I mean, most of us can't really fathom this, can we? Can we really fathom wanting to control other people so aggressively? Like, you, you look at some of these people like Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and Prince Charles. Like, these people are psychopaths. And so I go back to my, my example that I've given over the years. And that's uh, when you think of, like, hey, I'll get a universal basic income. My debt will be wiped out. I'll just have to pledge myself to artificial intelligence and pledge myself to pre-crime and pledge myself to this technology because Klaus Schwab said, This great reset will lead to a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity. You know, you blinked, and that's where we are in 2020. You started the year off and thought, hey, everything will be the same as it was last year. But no, you got a lot more than what happened last year. You got what people call the New World Order, but they call it the Great Reset. So he says, well, we'll just merge the physical, digital, and biological identities together. Well, that's basically what the Borg said in Star Trek. And part of that digital identity is, yeah, your, your avatar, but your digital presence, and beyond that, how you interact with digital systems. And how you a- interact with digital systems will become part of this, this fused triad of identity where you will not be able to exist physically and biologically unless you are part of that digital system. Unless you have the Neuralink, the digital health pass. Unless you have signed up for the global system of governance. And if you don't participate, then you will not be able 
to live, or life will become immensely difficult. Simple things will become immensely difficult. Going to the store and buying food will be next to impossible, and eventually will become impossible. People have been warning about this for a very, very, very long time, and I'm sure it will be probably at least another couple of generations before it becomes that strict, but this is the full-on assault. The people that are attempting to bring this about in their own words, and I understand that sometimes it can feel like we're in an echo chamber because we talk to people, I talk to you, you talk to me, and we get it. But you go outside and you talk to other people, and they might be interested, but they don't really know. They don't know who Klaus Schwab is. I mean, I've talked to people who don't even know who Bill Gates is. So how am I supposed to explain in an elevator pitch? Okay, guy that stole a bunch of ideas, created Microsoft, is really a front for Microsoft, has billions of dollars, father was a eugenicist, father worked for Planned Parenthood, a eugenics organization, and he has used vaccines to kill millions of people, and he wants to give black people five shots and white people a couple of shots as well, and he wants to do it routinely about two or three times a year, all because of COVID, and he moves his hands around like he has muscular dystrophy to make it look like he's really innocent and he's really harmless, but he really wants to kill you. Is that a good enough summary? That's what Bill Gates is. And if you talk to people who know who Bill Gates is, they're like, no, he just wants to use his money to help other people. Really? Oh, and and Joe Biden and all the people that want a Green New Deal and a global reset, like, they're just individuals who have no connection to the World Economic Forum or the United Nations. Like, they don't want a global government. They just, I mean, you know that, the Biden administration, as it is still at the moment illegitimate, because it hasn't been solidified, except in the minds of the people through mass media mind control, has said that the first thing they're going to do is overturn everything that the previous administration had done. I don't care if you like Donald Trump, but what they're telling you they're going to do, what he's telling you he's going to do, they're overturning the sovereignty of the United States Republic and injecting the culture and the economy back into the global system of governance. And they've got a bunch of people brainwashed to think, oh, no human is illegal. Oh, the global system of government is great because no borders would be really, really nice. It's like, no, you have borders so people don't come into your country and rob you, just like you have front doors and you have windows that lock and you have walls around the things that you prize and you have codes for your bank account and some of you might have codes to get into your car. You have keys so people don't steal stuff. And you have borders for countries because if one country falls into disarray, if one country becomes Venezuela, then all the other countries, if they're merged into Venezuela, don't also become Venezuela. But no one is taught this in school. And this isn't something that you'd have to teach. You just need to have the ability that needs to be drawn out and exercised of how to think critically. And I think a really great way to learn how to do that is to think, okay, Maybe we could talk to John Perkins again about economic hitmen, 
But let's take the IMF and the World Bank, and you really think that these trillionaires that control all the money that are far more powerful than Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and even Prince Charles, for that matter, you really think that those people who will take your home and everything you've ever owned without blinking, that will destroy entire countries and rip the resources out of the ground, that will kill hundreds of millions of people through the restriction of available credit, and will accumulate physical assets in exchange for digital credits. And you think that these people want to give you free stuff and you get to keep what you have and sing Kumbaya and live in peace forever and ever and ever. You got to be a real special kind, a stupid, to believe that. There ain't no way to describe what that kind of person thinks. I don't think they think at all. But here's the thing. I'm not being mean. Most people don't think that. They don't think anything about it. They just think these are leaders and these are people in control and they know what they're doing. Klaus Schwab says you will have brain scans to travel. He says you will merge the physical, biological, and digital identities. And he says that this technology for mass surveillance and tracking systems will be used to determine the likelihood of criminal activity. They're talking about a global government that is 1984, Animal Farm, A Brave New World, Fahrenheit, Ray Bradbury, Aldous Huxley, George Orwell, Eric Blair, and Minority Report, and The Running Man, and Logan's Run. You, you, you could just go through the list. Star Wars, you could toss that in there. Star Trek, hell, toss that in there. Like Every dystopic novel, story, movie, TV show that you've ever watched combined into one and then dosed with a hardcore steroid and then exponentially proliferated where this is the final checkmate for humanity where the machines break into Zion and attack the last human city. And it just still seems like, hey, there are birds chirping outside and I saw a deer outside yesterday when I went for a drive. I really did. And it's a blue sky. Snowed a little bit here yesterday. Pretty cold today. It's going to get warm again here in New York. And that's just what's going on, like Bill Hicks said. Bill Hicks said, you hear about rape and murder and terrorism on the news, and then you look outside and you just hear crickets, and you're thinking, where is all this happening, man? Ted Turner's making this stuff up, you know? And so all that's going on, but eventually that won't matter because that won't be reality anymore. Reality will be in another dimension, a digital dimension, 
which will fuse your physical and biological identities together. That will be the new reality. It's not a movie. It's real. That's what people at the WEF and the UN and major technology companies, that's what they're telling you they're doing using smart dust or what Julian Assange called evil dust. That can make you sick or that can kill you, make it look like you have diseases. This is all real. And I can't express to some of you, but others can understand that when I sit here and I do a radio show and I show you all of this, and a lot of you, most of you have heard um, a, a good portion of this, I'm sure, at one point or another, and some of you send me articles like this uh, article here Derek Johnson sent me about thought police in Russia and how Russian law enforcement are wanting to build a uh, three-quarters of a billion-dollar virtual brain to help catch criminals. Uh, I have I had some other people send me some stuff this week as well. And it's it's like all of this is is like in mainstream media. It, it's not hidden. It's not from some third-party website. It's not like something somebody posted on Reddit. Like the Associated Press says they've got, well, they don't have it, but this Israeli company, they're reporting on it, has a device that puts music in your head. They could put sounds in your head, voices in your head, just like Aaron Alexis had heard sounds through the walls of his hotel, the roof of his hotel, and he wrote, this is my elf weapon on his gun. Extremely low frequency wave, that was the Washington Naval Yard shooter. Or, you know, vibrations that can be used, um, this article from Ad Age, hear voices, it may be an ad. They can beam ads into your head. Like, this is used for advertisement, on one level, and it's used for home use on another, and then on a completely different side of the spectrum, it's used for creating a pre-cog, pre-crime system where literally your thoughts would be criminal, first of all, but second of all, and perhaps most importantly, it doesn't matter what you think. If the AI system or people that control it think themselves that you're a threat, well, they'll just determine that you're going to commit a crime. And so you can be arrested on that. And they say they're going to preserve the rule of law by using this pre-crime technology, but it destroys a fundamental cornerstone of, of the legal process, due process, innocent until proven guilty. You're just guilty. There's no chance of being judged innocent. And there's no evidence because you haven't even committed the crime yet. This is way beyond having a smart assistant in your home that reports the information or a smart TV that reports that what you say, the information to law enforcement, like Samsung's TV said on their privacy page. You can still look that up, Samsung Privacy. Be careful what you say in front of your TV. Law enforcement has access to it. They'll send it to third parties. PlayStation's doing that now. It's like, be careful what you say in a PlayStation chat. We're listening. And it just give you cold chills? I mean, it does, but you, if you think it's bad, go along with it. It'll be a lot worse if you go along with it. Resistance is the only way to slow down what might be the inevitable. And you might say, well, if it's inevitable, I'll just participate. Well, okay, if you want to participate, you think it's inevitable, just go along with it. Just do what the devil tells you to do. 
There's no reward for that. There's only punishment. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the show. Access the archive. Support The Secret Teachings. Again, www.thesecretteachings.info. Thank you so much for listening. One more segment after this. Don't go anywhere. Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is John B. Wells of Caravan to Midnight, which you can find at caravantomidnight.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. You could listen to this. And that show is now running all day Friday and all day Saturday on History Channel, which is really amazing. Since I don't know if there's any other show on TV that's doing that right now, so... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week and join us to explore the outer limits and quarantine zones of history, symbolism, parapolitics, myth, and more. We don't have insiders or some Galactic Confederation ambassador, but we do have books, memories critical thinking skills, and an ability to recognize patterns. And we also know a little bit about a lot. But don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. Find the Fringe.fm Monday through Friday for new episodes of The Secret Teachings or check out TalkStream Live in the Paranormal Radio app. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info to subscribe to the entire show archive so that you can listen, stream, and download every episode after it airs. Subscribers also get access to our montages and digital books. www.thesecretteachings.info and The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM.
they all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> like, you're all working for the same guy. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and I host live talk here on the Fringe FM. If you're sick of hearing about COVID-19, I invite you to listen to my show, 7 p.m. Pacific, Tuesday nights, for a COVID-free zone. We will not be talking about the C word. We discuss news, society, and culture, but not COVID-19. Go listen to the other fear mongers if you want to hear that nonsense. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Do you have everything you need to explore the secret teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? That horse this shit eating healthy is expensive. It isn't. Go to a fucking supermarket. They're throwing the vegetables at you. There's celery. Get it the fuck out of here. 70 cents, 25 cents for a banana, whatever the fuck you want. Get it out of here before it goes bad. This is Dave Cruz, host of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. When a long train of abuses, usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. Listen to The Secret Teachings five nights a week, Monday through Friday, on The Fringe FM. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, the New York Times bestselling author of Crossfire, Rule by Secrecy, Rise of the Fourth Reich, and my latest one, Our Occulted History. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You will pledge your allegiance to the devil. You will do anything the devil says. The reason brainwashing works within a cult is because there is that Happy pure pressure. Things that seem normal in the real world seem that way because everyone accepts them, while abnormal things seem normal in a cult environment because everyone within the group accepts them. Now I believe the propaganda is basically a war of voices that controls our mind and dictates our choices. The weapons of this war are the power of words. They're made up of stories made with them. Under the guise of normal Programming complete. There's a three-part technique which started with an effort to wipe out past patterns of behavior. And this was accomplished through the use of particularly intensive, repeated, high-level electroshocks until no more convulsions could be elicited from them. Any stimulus an organism can perceive is capable of eliciting any reaction the organism... 
psychic driving forces them to listen to reports and bands. Orange man, bad. Orange man, bad. statements to program in new behavior. President of the United States of America, I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. TheSecretTeachings.info is our website. TheFringe.fm is the network website. You can listen to the show five nights a week, Monday through Friday. And hopefully tonight has provided you with some perspective on some disturbing insinuations and implications being made on the global governing front. What is being proposed for the world and what is being proposed for you as an individual? People like Klaus Schwab of the WEF want you to have brain scans to cross borders, wants to use surveillance and tracking technology to determine the likelihood of criminal activity, wants you to have health passes to travel. There are various forms of social control and various forms of physical control which often are engaged in without having to have the, the, the physical component. In other words, you make people afraid to resist by the implication of what will happen if they don't participate, and they will willingly do what you want them to do because they're afraid of the consequences of their actions otherwise. But this is taken to another level when you can use artificial intelligence and algorithms and you can use systems to determine behavior patterns that can be used to judge whether or not somebody will do something in the future even without artificial stimuli. And then you can insert the stimuli and you know exactly where to press the button, if you will, to engage a reaction that will bring you the desired outcome. And this is what I've said from the beginning is QAnon. It's the social media warriors with Pizzagate and all of this. It's not that there aren't like evil people that want to control you. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Prince Charles were kind of the theme last night with our show The Great Reset, Revenge of the NWO. But there are so many others that you don't know about or you haven't heard of. The World Bank and the IMF and the various groups and think tanks and foundations that are just big fronts, like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And they all seem to have the same agenda. And, and, and these people want complete and absolute control of everything. And any country, any person who stands in the way is an enemy 
of the global state. And with technology that can determine behavioral patterns, you can judge what people are going to do before they do it, sure, but you can also use a cheaper version of that and use what they call pre-crime technology, or when you say it in a more elegant way, technology, as Klaus Schwab said, to determine the likelihood of criminal activity. Well, that's just pre-crime, asshole. But if you say pre-crime, that scares people, so you say, determine the likelihood of criminal activity. And a bunch of people that don't think feel, oh, that seems reasonable because we want to stop criminals before they act. Well, do you know what a criminal is? How can you define a criminal? How do you define a criminal act? Someone who violates the rule of law? Well, that's interesting because if you don't have due process of law and you don't have any evidence to determine guilt outside of an algorithm, then there is no rule of law to preserve. The only rule of law is the law of the state. The law of the state is determined by those who run the state. And those who run the state control your life. And they determine what you can or you cannot do. And when they put their chess piece into position and put you in checkmate, you might have other moves available, but you're so afraid you don't do anything. You accept the health passes and the digital currency and things that will restrict air travel and travel in general, that will restrict commerce and put travel into the hands of the wealthy and the powerful and put commerce into the hands of a handful of multinational corporations and businesses, big box stores. Everything else will be eliminated. There's no pleasure buying. There's no pleasure traveling. It's all part of the Green New Deal. It's all part of Agenda 2030. It's all part of the eight steps to resetting the world. There's no ownership of anything. But you think, I'll get this free money and my debt's wiped out. And these people at the World Bank really care about me. They wouldn't even have the courtesy of wiping you off their shoe if they stepped on you. These are people you've never heard of, most of them. And if you think that I'll go along with it, I'll participate, I'll do what they tell me to do, it'll make life easier... Has it really made life easier? Because everything that we've done to participate, to acquiesce, and to not resist has gotten us to this point where it's almost impossible to not acquiesce if you want to live. It's almost impossible to refuse participation if you want to live. It's almost impossible to maneuver yourself out from underneath the control of these psychopathic, paranoid, deep down they're paranoid, control freaks who are afraid at any moment the curtain will be revealed and you'll see that there's somebody else behind the curtain, that really they're not that scary, but they intimidate and use fear to control. 
And when that doesn't work, they use physical intimidation. One of the methods by which scientists have altered the brain of subjects in mind control experiments outside of simply using chemicals and things of this nature is they destroy behavioral patterns and then they repeat messages over and over and over and over and over again and program through that new behavior. And you can use a number of examples, but the entire four years since the current presidential administration has been in office since 2016, you've seen exactly that. Patterns of behavior wiped out. You've seen it strictly in the last nine months or so. Everything has changed. And then you've heard these repeated messages over and over and over and over and over again that are programming new behaviors, that are initiating you into the cult, disconnecting you from other people. It's all about keeping you safe. At what cost? At what point do the costs of this behavior on children, on your own mental health and physical health, at what point do the costs far, not just outweigh, but far outweigh the benefits, especially when the benefits are based on maybes and possiblies and we thinks and we're not sure and could be this isn't science this is pseudoscience it's fraud it's intimidation and control to coerce and to alter through the fear and the intimidation and the threats and the trauma your brain chemistry to get you to submit by manipulating your hierarchy of needs, your desire to be social, your desire to have shelter and food and water. And just those things alone are manipulated to the point where if you want to have food, water, shelter, and you want to have communication with others, you will participate and do exactly what you are told to do. And if you do not do what you are told to do, you will be punished, and you will be made an example so that others know that they will never have a free thought if they want to have their needs cared for. I have this interesting article by the U.S. Army, army.mil, from North Carolina. A new machine learning algorithm developed by the Army can isolate patterns and brain signals that relate to a specific behavior and then decode it, potentially providing soldiers with behavioral-based feedback. Machine learning algorithm. It can isolate patterns in brain signals related to specific behaviors. Army.mil says brain signals contain dynamic neural patterns that reflect a combination of activities simultaneously. For example, the brain can type a message on a keyboard and acknowledge if a person is thirsty at that same time. A standing challenge has been isolating those patterns in brain signals that relate to a specific behavior, such as finger movements. Doing so is the first step in developing brain-machine interfaces that help 
restore lost function for people with neurological and mental disorders. The military cares so much. They won't give soldiers much care after service, and the VA has been turned into a joke. But they really care about developing brain-machine interfaces to help soldiers who have lost function, who have neurological and mental disorders. Don't, don't you love that so much, those of you who are in the military? They care. So, maybe you were taken care of, but I know a lot of people who were not. Don't you love how the Army suddenly cares? Neurological and mental disorders, which requires the translation of brain signals into a specific behavior called decoding. As part of a multidisciplinary university research initiative grant awarded by ARO and led by Miriam Shinecki, assistant professor at the University of Southern Carolina Viterbi School of Engineering, researchers have developed a new machine learning algorithm to address the brain modeling and decoding challenge. The research is published in Nature Neuroscience. Here's what it says. Our algorithm can, for the first time, disassociate the dynamic patterns and brain signals that relate to specific behaviors and is much better at decoding these behaviors. So they're able to separate patterns and brain signals so that they can isolate your thoughts from your actions and how you move and and I'm sure some of you have, have read about how the brain is essentially functioning and interacting seconds before we consciously have a thought, right? Or we take an action up to 8 or 10. I've even read up to 10 or maybe more. I remember like 8 to 10 seconds before we have a thought, before we do something consciously. The brain is functioning. It's activated. So if you can hijack that process... People will never know. I'll never know. You'll never know if these are real organic thoughts or not. And perhaps maybe this technology doesn't actually exist. Maybe it's all psychological warfare. Maybe they want you to think that they can hijack that pre-thought. And if you think that they can, then you start questioning, are these my thoughts? Is this what I'm really thinking? Is this what I'm really feeling? And you go insane. And maybe that's just a byproduct and a benefit of publishing this research and saying, this is what we can do, so you you better get in line. Of course, they're not really presenting it like that. They're saying, we can help people with mental disorders. Really? Well, why don't you help some of the soldiers before you start worrying about average everyday people in hospitals in the United States in the University of Southern Carolina, why don't you focus on the soldiers? You know what I think? Klaus Schwab. I think Klaus Schwab needs a brain scan. I think Bill Gates needs a brain scan. I think Prince Charles needs a brain scan. I think the directors of the IMF and World Bank that rip resources out of resource-rich countries and steal from those countries and manipulate and overthrow good leaders that care about their people, I think these psychopaths need a brain scan. What do you think? I think the sycophants that want to control your speech and your thoughts, that censor things they don't like and then lie about it and perjure themselves in front of Congress and the Senate, I think they need brain scans. 
If you perform brain scans on some of these people, you'd probably find out they don't even have a brain or their brain looks a lot different than human brains look like. Are we dealing with just purely psychotic people or are we dealing with something else? I don't know what it is necessarily, but when you put all this together, Russian law enforcement looks to develop a virtual brain. Psychology Today says new brain-computer interface transforms thoughts into images. That was back in September. We never talked about that story much. Army.mil says that they have technology now. This was a few days ago that they can actively separate brain signals. They can isolate those signals, which means that they can control those signals and they can alter those signals and they can manipulate those signals and they can implant and remove thoughts and can alter your emotions and they can do this without even the usage of drugs but when you factor in drugs as well like in the mk ultra experiments where they wiped out patterns of behavior played repeated messages where they would put like the helmet on with the audio playing over and over and over again to program new behavior you tack on some drugs to that You tack on mass media, social media to that, and the exploitation of the hierarchy of needs, the hijacking of that, the use of of the Bitterman chart of, of coercion and torture to acquire confessions, and you get a form of mind control that is so sophisticated and so refined, you don't even know. It's like a cigarette commercial or an alcohol commercial, like, you know, whatever the alcohol is, so smooth, you won't even, you won't barely even taste it. So smooth, you don't even know you're smoking a cigarette. Like, propaganda, mind control, psych warfare that is so smooth, so refined, so perfected, that you don't even think that there's a possibility that your thoughts are not your own. It's not even a, it's not even a question. You just don't have any realization of what's going on. And everything you're being told about pre-crime and a great reset and free money and how the system's going to be reshaped and redesigned and all the stuff that we've been warned about and told about, we're being told these things over and over and over and over and over again. And we know what's going on, but we just accept them. We're just participating. We're just willingly going along with it. And if we want to break that cycle, we have to be aware of it. And if you think that, oh, it's really bad and scary, Ryan. Oh, it is bad and scary, but you want it to get worse? Don't do anything about it. It's going to get a lot worse. It's going to get a whole lot worse. And there's not much at some point that anybody's going to be able to do about it. You won't be able to move around your little telescreen and write in your little journal on the side of the room like Winston did in 1984. That won't be an option. So if you think it's bad now, go along with it. Keep participating. Keep acquiescing. You'll see how bad it'll really get. But being aware of it empowers us. And it puts us 
in control to some degree to resist. And despite what Klaus Schwab says about merging our identities, digital, biological, and physical, we're still in control, and that psychopath has to force us and manipulate us to participate. I'm not participating. Klaus Schwab can kiss my ass. Bill Gates can kiss my ass. Prince Charles can kiss my ass. All of them can kiss my ass. It's like Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation. Kiss my ass, kiss my ass, kiss his ass. That's, that's what I feel like when I'm thinking about these Sith Lords. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please go to the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe to the show, when you donate to the show, when you support us in some way, buy a book, it supports us maybe in ways you don't understand. It helps me to keep this show on air Monday through Friday and focus more attention and energy on the show. I think the show's getting better. We've upgraded our equipment even, and we're going to give other shows a run for their money in terms of content. I want to share what I learn with you, and I want to do it in a way that is practical, entertaining, and, and empowering. That's what we do here on the show. So www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to email us, contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com and facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. Thank you all for listening. Stay safe, stay informed, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.